0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter, and be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show, and welcome back. This is Real Presence Live, live from St. Martin's in Tower, Minnesota. I am Father Nicholas Nelson, the pastor of St. Martin's, and along here, I am with Ben Frost. This next segment to. we're hearing from Anna Koski, who is a parishioner here at St. Martin's and a good friend, and um, also a, a sacristan here. Um, and so, very grateful for all that Anna, Anna does. And one of the things uh, she's mentioned recently to me was something I'm very intrigued of, especially as a priest, and the Seven Sisters Apostolate. So, Anna, tell us a, a little bit about um, Seven Sisters Apostolate and and what it what this is all about well, very simply put, it is a commitment for seven women to
1: do one hour one holy hour a week, and what that equals for the priest is one holy hour each day That's the simplest form of it,
2: okay. And then how did you hear about this? Like, So how, how did you come across this uh, Seven Sisters apostolate?
1: Well, I'm very glad you asked, because it was actually <laughs> Father Nick's mother who pulled me aside one afternoon and asked me if I had ever heard of the Seven Sisters apostolate, at which time I had not heard of it, and she gave me a little rundown of what it's all about. And I was pretty much on board, but I went, on, I went home and I went on the Internet and looked it up and read more about it. I think it's a very beautiful thing. It's um not a big burden to any one sister. Yeah. It's one hour a week and we can all spare one hour a week to pray for our priests. Yeah. I think it's very important to pray for our priests. They need our prayers. Is it important to pray for our priests, father?
0: Oh yes. I and mean, one <laughs> of the things I I did before leaving my actually both parishes when I got reassigned is I asked them one thing, just pray a Hail Mary for me every day. <laughs> And so, um, more so than money, than, you know, cookies or anything, just one Hail Mary a day. And to to know that I have seven women, you know, praying a whole holy hour once a week for me, I mean, that's, I have no excuses not to be a good and, and faithful priest, um, Anna, what do you, what do you, where do these women pray these uh, holy hours? How does that work, practically speaking? What do you do? Yeah, okay. What does that look like? Yeah. Sure.
1: Well, ideally, if you can be at adoration, that is the ultimate best way to do this, if it's yeah. at all available. But knowing that it's not always available, um, our women have been going into the, trying to get into a church, a Catholic church, and being in front of the tabernacle. And I understand that if that doesn't work for you, or you can't get out of your house because of a snowstorm or whatever. I guess you can go online. There's a live feed of adoration, so you could tune into that and light a candle. And we do the best we can, but most people have been able to get in in front of a tabernacle. Yeah. What kind of, in particular,
0: prayers you have to say? There is,
1: no, yeah, there is no set um, agenda of yeah. what prayers that you need to say. Basically, you. The main thing is that you're doing this for the intention of your parish priest, okay. and specifically for him. And one of the things that um, one of the main things is that you have you pray for a deep devotion to the Blessed Mother for our priest. If he already has a deep devotion, you you, you pray for that to continue. You also pray for his physical, spiritual, and emotional well-being, his safety. Um, there may be um, some. Special intentions that he may share with us, or maybe even not share, but we pray for his intentions. We pray that he remains uh, faithful and holy to his vows. There are resources that you get from you can get from the Seven sisters apostolate that are prayers for priests booklets. I typically say the novena to the Sacred Heart because that is one of the recommendations of the apostolate and then if time permits, I say rosary or divine mercy okay.
2: Do you do you find, Anna? I know for me, uh, our family, uh, my wife and I, have a a holy hour. We. At the Holy Spirit in Virginia, we have three days uh, perpetually where people mm-hmm. come before the Blessed Sacrament and, and pray. And that was just this last year where we used to have uh, some specific times where the Blessed Sacrament uh, was exposed and you could go mm-hmm. pray before Jesus and the the, yeah. the Holy Sacrament. And But it just <coughs> seems there have been so many graces in speaking with people through all, all hours of the night that... It, just in this shift in the last, you know, six months of people starting to go and pray before the Blessed Sacrament, like incredible things have been happening, and I see a lot of spiritual growth. So I'm just curious about your experience. Obviously, you're praying for priests, mm-hmm. and uh, which is so important. But have you noticed in your own life, you know, making a holy hour and praying before our Lord? Like, has have you seen like growth in your own relationship with God and in, in, in your heart?
1: Well, we're pretty new at this. We just started in in the first of January. Yeah. Um so I think that in my life I've always prayed for priests, but it's never been so specific and definite. It's been maybe say a, a decade of the rosary or something on that order, but this is very deliberate yeah. and it's scheduled. I mean, it's not you don't have to schedule it at the same time every whatever day you are. You yeah. any time during that day you can do your hour, but but it's very deliberate and intentional for the priest. And a lot of the women have said to me they thanked me profusely for getting this started here at mm-hmm. st martin's that
2: it's been a blessing for them and i like that word you use intentionality right because i think we many of us have really good intentions but the uh, there's a lot of busyness in our world mm-hmm. that kind of that creeps in and and even you said like i'm new to this like i'm just kind of getting going and praying uh for our priests and, and spending time with our lord but there's a commitment and mm-hmm. you're intentional and father nick like that's got to be critical, isn't it? Just to take that step and say, I'm going to be intentional and spend some time with the Lord. And in that midst, they're, they're praying for priests, which is beautiful. Like, talk about that intentionality, that importance there.
0: If you don't have intentionality, it won't happen. You know, you've got you to schedule, you've got to be um, intentional about it. Otherwise, it just won't happen. The idea of just spontaneous prayer um, happening throughout the day won't happen unless you take intentional times to pray. Uh, my um, priest hero, Father William Baer, a rector of my first uh, seminary said, "You know, you can pray while you change a tire, but you can't change a tire while you pray." So this idea of you can always pray, yes, but you also need time set aside just to mm-hmm. pray, and that's what this apostle is doing. Um, Anna, what would you? How, how did you find these these six other women? How did you ask them? I mean, how did the practicals of the daddy say, "Nah, I got better things to do"? How did that whole process go? How'd you find them?
1: Well, thanks for asking that question, because I'm new to the parish here, so I don't really know a lot of the women, but all you have to do really is attend a mass, an extra mass, a weekday mass, and you'll see women there who, I don't know, I just, I just knew mm. who to ask. It's kind of bizarre, but in fact, I had a list of like 10 or 12 people, and the first six that I mentioned it to jumped on board. They wanted to be, to be included, and one of them even said, I am honored that you asked me to do this, so it's yeah. really pretty special.
0: I wonder if they said, yeah, you're right, Father Nick does need prayers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to help here.
1: <laughs> I did not hear that.
2: <laughs> and then, then Let's say there's others out there that are like, you know, I think I could do that. I think I could make a holy hour and pray for our priesthood. What, what does that look like? So what do you do? So you go and you say, oh, I'm gonna make this commitment and be intentional, I'm gonna go and pray for an hour. So what do you do during that holy hour?
1: Well, I like, I kind of ran down all the stuff that we do, the prayers for specifically for him. Yeah. What you mean.
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, do you find that the other ladies too that are with you, like, are they like, do they seem to be really growing, like, in, in, oh, their, in their faith? And and uh, so, that not only is this helping our priests mm-hmm. and helping them grow, but it's enriching their own
0: lives. Would you agree with right. that? Right. It's or?
1: definitely fruitful for the intercessor and for the priests.
0: Yeah. And one of my great priest friends is Father Spencer Howe of the Archdiocese, <laughs> and it's his, his mother who yes. kind of started this. Can you tell us some more about the history of Seven Sisters, how it got started? Uh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. It's a very beautiful story. So Janet Howe is the founderess of the Apostolate, and she was a prisoner down in St. Paul. And this was in 2010. She felt this nudge that telling her that she should pray pray for her parish priest. And so she she did and then at one point she decided I need to I need to do a holy hour every week for my priest. And so she started to do that. Yeah. And then one day while she was at adoration, she heard the words seven sisters. And at first she she thought she misunderstood it and she thought it was seven sorrows of Mary, so she leaned over to get her her chaplet beads to say the the um, chaplet of seven sorrows and she heard it again seven sisters and i think at that point she said her heart was open to understanding that her priest could truly benefit from a holy hour every day yeah so therefore find another six sisters to to help in this yeah so that's kind of that's how it started and then she and her priest it was father uh, joseph r johnson they Talked to, about it, and they started with. Se- he said, "Let's start with seven churches down in that in the Saint Paul area." So therefore, there's seven women at seven churches. So yeah, 49 people. It's kind of as a pilot project, if you will, yeah. to get it started. So yeah. and it has grown. Um, she she told me that there's uh, 1400 worldwide parishes praying for their priests right now. and that since, I mean, she's basically got this uh, apostle that started in 2011. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah, and it's on six continents and, what did I say, uh, 14 countries, okay. so yeah, it's pretty cool.
2: Well, thank you again, everyone, uh, for joining us today. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Anna Kosky here on Real Presence Live, coming to you from Tower, Minnesota, and I'm just struck by what you just said in the, that, the reality, like, prayer does affect things. And I'm sure, like, sometimes we just think, like, I think at the beginning of the show I said, you know, maybe just Father said people just say Hail Mary for them. And maybe people out there saying, really, just one Hail Mary? Does that really do that much? And I was struck actually this week in our parish. Uh, I woke up one morning and... I just looked and there was a rosary on on my dresser and I just felt like I have to put this rosary in my pocket today and later that morning I came uh, to someone at the church and they were just really expressing some difficulties and they said they lost their rosary and I was able to give them the rosary and I just feel like there's such power in prayer and maybe just Father Nick one thing to reach out to you so this what these ladies are doing in this apostolate that prayer affects things like do you feel in your own priesthood from what they're
0: doing like do you feel the graces and the, the 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 power of that presence in prayer yes you just know that you're not alone and mm-hmm. uh, you're supported there's been a number of articles recently about uh, the morale of priests being really down you know just mm-hmm. with the sexual abuse things or mm-hmm. corruption and confusion in the church and uh, to know that there's 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 women out there faithful faithful women who have supernatural faith who believe in the church, who believe in Christ, who believe in the faith, um, who believe in the priesthood you know they're they're not trying to be priests themselves, but they they understand the role of the priest and uh, the significance of the role he plays at mass and the sacraments, and how important that is for uh, for the world, you know yeah. Saint John Vianney said it'd be easier for the world to exist without the sun than without the mass, mm-hmm. and uh, to know that there's there's sisters in Christ, uh spiritual daughters, you know praying for me in that way is so is so powerful yeah. and what's a way that other women could could be a part of this could start this any advice to them um, encouragement because i'm guaranteed there's people. Women listening right now is like, yeah, this is a great idea. I need to do this, too.
1: Well, I hope there are. And it's very simple. This is the beauty of it. There's no officers. We don't meet monthly. There's nobody has to do minutes. There's no dues. It's just very, very, very simple to do. So once you get your group together, it is recommended that you go on the um, website for the Seven Sisters and register your group. I think that's a very beautiful thing because Janet Howell herself will then know Who's doing this? And she kind of has a number of she can know who's doing all of this. And I think that it also, when you register your group, it helps you be more accountable to it. Mm-hmm. It's not like just oh, there's seven women who are going to do this. You know, you've already you've made this commitment, and uh, I think it definitely makes um, makes you more committed.
2: Yeah. Well, Anna Kosky, I just want to thank you so much for coming in this morning and, and sharing your story, sharing about your apostolate. And keep going. Keep praying for our priests. They they definitely need it, and they certainly appreciate it. So thank you for being with us today. Great. Thank you. Great. And, Father Nick, I just, I think, again, that, that word intentionality, if there's uh, someone out there, if there's a, a group of
0: ladies, and they feel like, gosh, we could do this, like, take that step. Yep. Take that step. Your parents appreciate it, and uh, it's, a, or sorry, your Your priests appreciate it. It's one of the greatest gifts you can give them. Yeah, great. Well, coming up next, we'll take a moment to pray for your
2: intentions during Prayerfully Yours. And later, Father Nick is ready. Are you? Get get your questions ready for Straight Talk from ten thirty to eleven. And again, you're listening to Real Presence Live, and we will be right back.